0: when you hear that banjo you know what that means that it's time for talk of our towns on coast community radio you may have noticed that this is not donna quinn this is graham nystrom station manager and uh, in the studio with me are a few special guests and we're going to do a special episode today that we call the state of the station and this is all happening during the first day of our spring membership drive Thank you so much for joining us this morning. In the studio with me today is Jack Harris and Jen Crockett, respectively the board president and board vice president of the Tillicum Foundation. Welcome, guys. Good morning,
1: Graham. Good morning, Graham.
0: Good morning to you.
2: I can't feel like I have a contact (laughs) high after that last show.
0: Yeah, the Bioneers. It's a good one. And we've got another special guest who's going to be joining us in just a moment here. You may may hear some Foley effects of a door opening and closing. (laughs) That's the magic of radio. Coming into the studio is one Mr. Robert Palman, Astoria painter and artist. Welcome, Robert. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you doing this morning?
0: Nice and close to the mic there. We're doing great. Thank you. How are you? Good. Good. Um, a
3: surprise here today.
0: Yes. Well, Robert surprised us by coming in this morning to check out uh, what we did with the drawing, the ink and wash uh, rendition of the Tilikum House that he did for us. Uh, We had this specially commissioned to be on our sweatshirt for this membership drive. But beyond that, we did it to commemorate the gift to KMUN and Coast Community Radio of the Tillicum House itself. And so you've probably heard us say it's 40 degrees on the front porch of the Tillicum House. And maybe you've wondered what that is. If you've never been to the corner of 14th and Exchange, it's an 1890s Victorian house. It's a beautiful house. It's been many things over the years. But since 1986, when the Patty family... Um, Salvatore, Salvatore Sebastian Patti and his daughter Helen donated this house to Coast Community Radio because they know the value of this station and they saw that that was one way that they could contribute to the cultural fabric, fabric of our area. And we wanted to memorialize the gift um, and the generosity of the Patti family and I could think of no better way to do it than to have a local artist uh, put ink to paper and, and and illustrate the beautiful house that this is. So thank you so much, Robert, for doing that for us. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. And I had it framed yesterday uh, down the street. It looks beautiful. It's hanging over our mantel place. And I'll be also adding a, a small plaque underneath the drawing of the Tillicum House to commemorate the Patties uh, and their generous gift to the station. So again, Robert, thank you. Your Your art is incredible. It can be seen at galleries throughout town. I encourage you to... To look him up online, Robert Paulman. It's P A U L M E N N. You've you've got some history in New York. Well, yeah, I'm from the East Coast, from the New York and New Jersey area, and uh, went to school back there,
3: and uh, the Art Students League and the National Academy of Design. And uh,
0: have you done any studying abroad?
3: Uh, I went to Europe when I got out of art school in 1971, uh, a small school in New Jersey that I went to, and traveled around the continent for most of the summer, going to churches, galleries, major museums, and studied that way, but no formal training over there. Um, most of my training has been you know, th- through, the, like I said, the Art Students League in New York and the National Academy of Design, but Cray School in New Jersey. I studied with a sculptor named Boris Bly, who was a protégé, uh, student of Auguste Rodin, and so I was pretty fortunate to have crossed paths with him at that time, and that kind of got me on my way, but um, I drifted away from that and got into painting in the theater and then eventually uh, more
0: fine art. And if you've listened to Lynn Hadley's new show, Talkin' Story, there's an episode of you uh, discussing especially your work helping uh, revitalize or what would you call it? Re- Restore. Restore the scaf- scrafuti Scraffiti. Scraffiti on the, yeah. co- on the Astoria yeah. column, yeah. Uh, which is a really a- amazing project. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a great
3: group of people from Seattle uh, Opera that came down, the uh, scenic artists uh, from that uh, Seattle Opera Company. And I worked with them and there was three other people, I think, David Coyne, um, Roger McKay, and uh, Anna Weber uh, from the area that also worked on it. Uh, so we joined that crew and participated in that. It was just really great, uh, great
0: experience. Well, we are absolutely thrilled to have your art on our wall, and uh, and I think that everyone listening who is about to call 503 and show their support for this station, um, that for a gift of $10 a month or $120 a year, you can get a sweatshirt that has the depiction of the Tillicum House um, as... As reproduced by Mr. Robert Palman. Thanks for coming in, Robert. Uh, you're welcome. Good to see you. Okay. We'll see yeah. you later. I'll let Thank you guys you, Robert. have your
3: Thank show. You, you <laughs>
1: bet. Yeah. <Thank> see you <laughs>
0: later. Have fun. See ya. Thanks. Well, we do have lots to cover today. Um, we're going to talk about a few different things that are uh, the most exciting to each of us um, me as station manager and Jack and Jen as current board members and on the executive committee. Um, one thing that I'd like to start with, which sort of ties into the The work that we're doing to memorialize the gift of the Tilikum House is to honor and remember and and um, res- you know con- offer continued to respect to those who helped create this station. In the late '70s, uh, we were incorporated 1977, and we went on the air in 1983, and that was all thanks to the group of people that we call the Tilikum Pioneers. And the Tilicum is the Tilikum Foundation is the governing body of Coast Community Radio and I think the word Tilicum was a really fantastic name for the organization it means people it's a Chinook word and it it also you know has other connotations like family and community and so the Tilicum House the Tilicum Foundation we the people so the Tilicum Pioneers uh, is a is a long list of of station stakeholders and benefactors and people who gave their time and energy uh, that includes Albert Smith, Debbie Twombly, Doug Sweet, Joseph Stevenson, Ray Merritt, David Hall, Carol Newman, Jan Faber, Jim and Maureen Casterline, Barbara Hansel, Pam Trenary, Susie McCleary, Jane Hill, Stuart Bell, Reinmar Bartle, Bob Westerberg, Victoria Stapiello, Rebecca Rubens, Harriet Baskus, Ken Eiler, Mary Sellen, Chuck McLaughlin, and Helen Hill. So thank you to our Tillicum Pioneers.
2: Yeah, the stories I hear about the, the the thing that really strikes me is that three or four, maybe even five years of planning and fundraising and form filling out and submitting and bureaucracy and organizing that went into it before one word went over the air. There was just a ton of work that went into getting this thing set up. And, it, and it's a great reminder that, and it's not like I'm implying that everything's about ready to be lost. But if we ever did lose it, it'd be a very difficult lift to recreate what is already going here. they got a lot of momentum and uh, a lot of infrastructure in place that 33 years later we could still be doing this.
0: In my article in the last issue of The Current, or maybe it was the one before, I referred to myself as standing on the shoulders of the giants who created this station. And so not only was there that much work and energy at the beginning, but... um, 15 20 25 years later another major effort happened where we built a new transmitter site we installed a new radio tower on Megler and a lot of the Tillicum house itself was refurbished and remodeled and upgraded um and and that was around 2000 2001 2002 2003 and and so I have pictures of of the foundation being poured for the tower up on Megler and and Albert swinging that cement trough around like a (laughs) champ and wearing his green beret and what a stud, Albert, if you're listening. So, hey, I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself and forget that this is a membership drive. Um, the phones, uh, we've got Susan and Troy out there ready to answer your calls. The number's 503-325-0010. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, we appreciate you uh, standing by us, as always, and supporting the community radio that you love and and that you are a part of and that you helped create and you, helped and you continue to help sustain. So, Jen, what... What uh, sort of roped you into the Coast Community Radio family?
1: Uh, well, I moved here about three and a half years ago, and I knew that I wanted to get involved in the community. I I kind of didn't when I lived in Portland, and I always felt bad about that. And so that was one of my main goals when I moved here. And I just happened to move about a block and a half away from the station. And um, we were listening to it every day, and... Um, We just kind of got, we got roped in. I fell in love with it immediately.
0: Awesome. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do?
1: Uh, I'm a clarinetist. I was a teacher. I am the executive director of the Liberty Theater, and I'm the vice president of the board for, for Coast Community Radio.
0: And I can vouch for the amazing work that Jen's doing in the community at the Liberty and with the Tillicum Foundation. We're thankful for everything that you do, um, bringing arts and culture and and. Uh Continuing the effort to make the Liberty Theater all that it can possibly be, there's a. I understand there's sort of an expansion, a stage house expansion to allow more, more larger scale uh, productions and things. And
1: yeah, Astoria is growing, and there's such a wealth of um, talent in the area, and it's pretty exciting. I think we're in exciting times. So many venues have started to pop up over the last couple of months. Uh, There's a lot more live music going on in town than there was when I first moved here. There's a vibrant art scene. And uh, one of the great things is the station is kind of the center of it all. You get so many talented people coming on to talk about the amazing art that they're creating. And this is kind of the place to learn about it.
0: Yeah, not only art, but um, also (laughs) services. There are so many nonprofits in the area that do so many good things for the community. And this show, Talk of Our Towns, is a place where those types of things can get highlighted. And so the station being in Astoria, it's uh, it's easy for some of those organizations that are in this immediate area to come to the studio and to be interviewed by Donna and to sort of maintain these relationships. But we know that we broadcast up to Raymond and east to I and south to Pacific City. And there's a lot of towns in our listening area. And this show is for all of those towns. And so... I personally want to encourage you if you are a part of an organization that's doing good for your town or doing good for your community or if there's something happening that you think the word needs to get out about then we are a really good place to help you get that word out and if you're in Tillamook County I've got good news for you and that's that we have a we have a we have KTCB in in uh, Tillamook County and that transmitter is on top of Cape Cape Mirrors. it's a 400 watt transmitter And it serves Tillamook County, and we are looking for ways to serve Tillamook County even better. And so one of the things that we're looking at doing is increasing the power of that transmitter by a power of three. So if it's at 400 watts now, we're looking to actually more than triple it, up to around 1,500 watts. And so we've submitted some applications to... The Tillamook PUD um, for funding to help with that, and that's part of the Radio for Good campaign, which is not part of this membership drive. The membership drives support our operating funds, but the Radio for Good campaign is sort of a exists outside of our operating budget as a capital campaign to overhaul all of our broadcast equipment. And so we've got our eyes on Tillamook, and we want to serve Tillamook better. And so, one really exciting way that we're going to be doing that as well is collaborating with a low power FM station that just started a year or two ago out of Bay City and um, we're gonna actually connect with them um, in a few minutes here and so all of these good things are in store we're always looking for ways to improve the station and to serve the listening area better and so now's a great time to show your support of what we do and keep us going keep us inspired I want you to know how much your support motivates our staff and motivates our programmers and motivates our volunteers to do what they love to do uh, because it it is really meaningful work for us and so we appreciate that support the number here is
2: All right um Gosh, you took all the good lines.
0: Sorry, Jack. No, I. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only one talking. Why don't Why don't you chime in here?
2: All right. So uh, let's see. Yes, I've always thought of this radio station as kind of being the nexus of all the arts and services and uh, nonprofits and just the community. A community gets overused a lot, and it gets a it gets a little watered down. But we call it Coast Community Radio, and is truly where you can find out. What niche you want to fall into here, it will be broadcast on this station. You can either – and there are a ton of volunteer opportunities here at the station. We are, uh, you know, not just uh, doing programming or working on a show, but there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff to us, producing things, um, to organizing, even just cleaning up around the place. It, it can be really fulfilling because, like I say, you can hang out in the lobby here. And politicians come through, people run in, really great nonprofits come through, um, really talented artists come through. And it's just a great place to hang out. Although, if you are hanging out, you don't want to be in the way. So it's good to look like you're doing something productive. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I think it's a good way to discover something about yourself. You know, I've, I've we've done a lot of work with the youth lately. And uh, one was saying, is there anything I can do? And we really desperately needed our leaves raked in the driveway. And so I handed him a rake, and he got out there, and he worked really hard. And I didn't know that he had a green thumb, but he revealed to me through the process of volunteering at the station that that is sort of a latent talent of his, and so we are supporting that and encouraging him and and and, and, and always grateful for, for help um, like that.
1: Yeah, and we have a new volunteer out on the phones, too. Uh, Troy and his partner Paul are pretty new to Astoria, and already roped in to the station. I think that's great.
2: And if you volunteered in the past, and at. Uh and didn't really feel it for some reason, we have in the last couple of years really done a much better job of organizing somebody to be the volunteer coordinator and to kind of keep you focused. So, you know, I know when I volunteer for things and I show up and there's nothing to do, you feel like you're wasting your time and that's no fun at all for anyone, but we are very focused now with our volunteers and we really, uh, put a lot of effort into finding out what little niche they want to participate in and giving them all sorts of opportunities to do that. And it's really fulfilling. It it feels great to uh, get something done around here.
0: That's right, and so it's uh, we're about halfway through the show, and I'm not sure that we've gotten a single call yet, and so you're probably waiting to call until next week when Donna's back to show her how much you love the work that she we'll does on Talk of Our Towns. Yeah,
2: we'll let her know that you called during our show. She'll get to see that.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. so don't hesitate. Call now, 503-325-0010. <laughs> we've got three open phone lines. I'm going to take one of them up, though. I'm going to put a little bit of music on, and we're going to connect with Rob Russell down in Bay City, who is the... Uh, I believe he's the chair of the board of directors of the Bay City Arts Center. So it looks like we've got one call coming in. Thank you. There's still another open line, 503-325-0010. Here's some music, and we'll be back with you in just a second.
1: You'll never find shelter i
0: Seth Walker, who's going to be appearing at Kala uh, in concert soon. So, if all things are going according to plan, we've got Rob Russell on the line. Rob, are you there?
4: Hey, I'm here.
0: Hey, it's great to have you on the air. Thanks for joining us.
4: Oh, hey, what a, uh, this is very exciting. I'm a little nervous.
0: Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> We're in this together. <laughs> um, so, hey, Rob, tell me a little bit about yourself.
4: Uh, well, uh rob russell i'm a former fishing guide in tillamook county uh who has been working as the coordinator for the tillamook bay watershed council for the last so four and a half years and uh that's a job that really plugs you into the community and i immediately became uh friends with a bunch of folks at the bay city arts center i live in bay city and uh more and more just to find myself gravitating towards arts and culture in tillamook and uh joined the board of the Art Center a couple of years ago now, and uh, and then got really into a brand new radio station that uh, Charlie Wooldridge got going there, and um, that's how you and I met.
0: <laughs> yeah, I met you and Charlie uh, when I was the operations manager, and you said, hey, we love KMUN, and we're doing this thing down in Bay City, and uh, we want to pick your brain, and so I got to go down and visit you guys and see the Bay City Art Center uh, for the first time and see what you were doing, and I really like all the low-power FM stations that are cropping up. I think it's a really neat thing that's happening. And and how's it working out for you guys down there?
4: We're having a great time. Uh, The community really appreciates it. Right now we're just running music. Uh, We have a few music shows that pop up through the week. Um, Everything's just programmed. Uh, We've got a bunch of station IDs featuring local talent uh, and businesses and stuff. And uh, people are loving it. We hear about it every day.
0: That's great. And so, you know, as as we're always trying to figure out ways to better serve Tillamook, um, thinking about ways that we could collaborate with KAYN, which is the low power FM station out of Bay City, um, you know, I kind of shot you a brainstorm and you jumped all over it. And so we're working on uh, what you call a memorandum of understanding, uh, which is uh, sort of an agreement between two nonprofit organizations to collaborate And so what we've proposed is that Coast Community Radio is going to supply some recording equipment and also a little bit of training on how, you know, best practices for production um, so that folks down in the Bay City area and Tillamook region can come into the Bay City Arts Center and learn the art and craft of production and create local content both for KAYN And then also things that can be submitted for uh, air on Coast Community Radio, whether on KMUN or KTCB, um, all by itself, because KTCB is its own station. And so, you know, this is a sort of the the first steps towards an open invitation for the Tillamook County residents to take ownership of their station, KTCB, and uh, create content that's just for you guys. And we'd be happy to hear it um, in the north as well.
4: Yeah, well, obviously that's a huge honor for us uh, because we are all uh, everybody on the board of the Bay City Arts Center is a, a listener and fan of Cam and of course Helen Hill, who's one of the founders of the arts center, is also involved in uh, the, the beginnings of uh, Coast Community Radio, and uh, so we're just we're really excited, but we're you know at the ground level, so getting some help from Coast Community Radio is, uh, you know, that's that's a critical step for us to get off the ground. And, yeah, we're really excited to be able to provide some content. We've partnered with uh, Laura Swanson and the Tillamook County Pioneer to have some source of, you know, of good reported news. Um, and uh, we're working on some other partnerships to get, you know, some great writers and things involved. And, you know, hopefully we'll be providing you with, you know a good little taste of Tilma County public affairs programming, and uh, you know over time growing that and just seeing where it goes.
0: Yeah, that's really exciting. It's an honor for us too. Uh, we really appreciate your collaboration. And when I did mention Helen Hill is one of the one of the pioneers, uh, she goes she previously went by the name of Helen Patty, and so that was the Patty family that I mentioned. Who made the generous gift to the to, the Tillicum House to the Tillicum Foundation, and also donated the Bay City Arts Center building? Uh, do you have a name for that building?
4: Oh, we just call it the Bay City Arts Center. Uh, but you know, you know, we've we've talked about that. I mean, there really isn't. It, it's it's a masonic uh, hall, and uh, but I don't think it has any kind of clever name.
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was a formerly a masonic hall. It's a neat space. You got a you've got kind of a cool performance space on the second floor next door to the studio. I think there's a lot of uh, you know, opportunity for you there.
4: Oh my goodness. Yeah. And a lot has changed since you were here last. I'm excited for y'all to see. uh, (laughs) It's transforming.
0: Awesome. Can't wait to see it. Well, we absolutely look forward to the collaboration and thanks for coming on the air with us, Rob.
4: Oh, absolutely. Graham, take care. And thanks for the, uh, for everything.
0: Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Mr. Rob Russell of the Bay city arts center. That was, that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you've been listening to the conversation with John Orr lately. Anybody been been listening, John? John Orr? I've
2: heard. I've heard some of John Orr's, and I think the uh, the call in feature is a really nice upgrade. It's something you know a lot of people take for granted. Why don't you, why don't you just do a call in show? And it's really complex to actually set it all up to work right. I, I assume you had the uh, the seven second delay turned off there because you <laughs> assumed we would be. Uh, on good behavior. But I think one of the great things, you know, up and down the coast here, there's all these little towns and hamlets, and it's really easy for them all to get really insular and focused on themselves. And Coast Camino Rio does a great job of showing us all where our commonalities are and how we can team up and uh, make it. You know, it's like the sum of the parts are greater, greater than the sum of the parts, the total of it all is. And uh I'm just talking like Yoda now. So, absolutely, <laughs> bring it.
1: Hey, we have some thank yous. Um, I have Margot and Paul from Cannon Beach. Thank you so much. Thank you. For- I saw Margot and Paul the other day.
2: Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, donation. We got a donation uh, dedicated to the for the pioneers. With thanks to everyone at Camuán.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So maybe since we have a few minutes left in the show, we can just hit on some of the amazing things that our board of directors has been doing in the past couple years. You know the the past uh, the past few um, sort of. Uh, cast and and crew members of the board that I've that I've gotten to know and meet and work with have all just been fantastic people who have all really done their part as volunteers to pull their weight in what is considered the governance and fiscal oversight aspect of what we're doing and so the board of directors sets policy they they hired me they hired the ex- executive director uh, or the station manager and then I hire our staff and so I am the single, singular employee of the board, and I've never had such a good group of bosses in my life. So I'm thankful to that. Um, I want to say a big thanks to our current treasurer, John Stevenson. Uh, you may not know this about me, but I don't come from a management background. I come from a tech background. And so things like uh, QuickBooks and budgeting and all of that good stuff is, is not uh, what I would say you know a, a foundation of my toolkit. Um, but I'm a quick study, and I'm willing to learn and do the work. And John was with me every step of the way. He was encouraging. He's uh, He has a lot of expertise when it comes to that part of running a business. And so I'm very grateful to John and all of the help he's given me to grow as a manager and to, to do my part to ensure the fiscal stability of this organization. Um, and speaking of fiscal stability, this is our spring membership drive <laughs> And uh, Good Jen, have you said the phone number yet? You want you to take a crack? The phone number
1: is 503-325-0010. And we've got people out there just waiting to take your call.
0: That's right. And so one of the one of the big things that's been happening in the past few years on the board is really developing some committee work. And so um, the the entire board is considered a part of the fundraising committee, but we've we've started to really narrow down some of those groups um are jack are there any that you'd like to to hit on
2: well yeah it's it's nice that we can focus on some of these different things right now so we've got uh, a couple of folks on our board um Dave Campiche and Josh Marquis in his new career as a board member at KMUN, uh on the big asks and gifts and wills. So this is kind of a long, long, long-term fundraising thing. There's been a couple of board members that have already dedicated uh, $25,000, it looks like, right here. Um, but, you know, they have to die before anyone gets <laughs> that. And we're not hoping anyone dies anytime soon. But the whole idea is just talking people into setting these things up in their wills ahead of time. You want to have a will done before you die, is the idea, and hopefully a long time before you die. And so that just sort of sets us up so in the future we'll have this fund accruing that will at one point give us another leg on our fundraising stool of uh, accrued interest that we can draw from. And But that's a very long-term thing, and, and that's kind of a great uh, testament to the stability that we're experiencing right now that we can think that far ahead then we've also got our um we're working on a well that is part of the endowment fund i guess that all goes together with that we're also doing a lot more events as a board and trying to do not like huge fundraising events but just all it takes is four or five solid ones where we make uh, a four digits and above and um it all adds up, and, it, and we use it very frugally.
0: And we try to generate some cultural capital in the process. Like last, uh, in, in January, we had a concert at the Performing Arts Center in Astoria featuring John Gorka. And, you know, the, the promos leading up to it said that you're going you're gonna to walk away from the concert a different person. And I thought that might be hyperbole, but it turned out to be true. It was an amazing event, and I'm really grateful to all the listeners and fans and, and friends of the station that came and supported that uh, because it was a fundraiser for the station, but it was also an opportunity for us to, you know, share in some of those things that we hold dear in our lives, like arts, culture, music. So,
2: And I think even with your membership, as and if you called 503-325-0010 right now, we could get your membership re-upped or get you to be a member. But your membership is paying for what I consider to be really transformative service that we provide that you've already either been listening to or you will be listening to in the next six months or so before we do this again we do this twice a year and that's the whole idea of um, commercial free radio is there are not commercials during the day but it also means that twice a year we come to you for 10 days at a time and get you to call in it's just a reminder this is kind of like getting a reminder to pay your bill in the mail (laughs) and you're just getting it over the air on the radio it's an excellent business model. We give it away for free and ask you to pay what you think it's worth. And, you know,
0: it is it is paying your bill, but it's also giving a gift. Um, and and I, I I once heard Barbara Hansel say that community radio is the gift that we give each other. And so, you know, if you can do $10 a month, that means that everybody else in the listening area gets to continue to receive the gift of, that, is, that is this fine station. And, you know, I, I heard Joanne refer to it as the best little radio station in the world. And once again... One could think that's hyperbole, but I'm not so sure.
2: It's a shared responsibility. We all have. If you appreciate this, give us a call 503-325-0010. The phone's ringing right now, but we have lots of lines. It's so one thing Graham did right away is put in like a whole bunch more lines. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> yep, we can take 10 calls at once. That's right. So feel free. Call now, 503-325-0010. So we're reaching the top of the hour. We're going to be heading into Wednesday Folk. This show, this next show is going to be amazing. One of our new folk programmers, Katie Claiborne. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then and show. then Jerry Middaw, who's also a, a relatively recent programmer, but both just, you know, absolutely impeccable taste in music and, and fine people and volunteers as well. So before we end, Jen, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Yeah, give us a call. 503-325-0010 <laughs> and help us support all the great programs that we have next hour is great and there's so many great shows on this station
0: absolutely and you know to hit on some other things that we are so proud of is our work uh, involving and supporting local youth um, our live remote broadcasts in the community which we're looking to expand coming up uh, and a big thanks to the clatsop county cultural coalition for their generous grant to help fund some new uh, remote broadcast equipment um, and you know, the, the NPR programming that we bring you that costs upwards of $45,000 a year. That's, you know, every NPR mm-hmm. show that you hear does not come to us free. NPR doesn't give us money. Uh, OPB doesn't give us money. We are our own entity. We're independent. We're commercial free and we're volunteer operated. We're, we we do not have a staff of slick professionals. I mean, I mean, I'm a pretty slick professional.
1: <laughs> you are a you slick professional. You are just the slickest.
2: You are the epitome of <laughs> a slick professional. Brian's pretty slick. He's good.
0: We are so lucky to have everybody that we have on staff. We're so lucky to have our volunteers and our listeners and supporters. So thank you so much. 503-325-0010. You're listening to Coast Community Radio, KMUN Astoria, KTCB Tillamook, online at coastradio.org, and on your mobile device using the TuneIn app. It's 1001.